Welcome, friends, to the Someone Gets Me podcast. I am your host, Diane Allen, and I am so delighted that you're here. This podcast was created because I believe there is a visionary leader inside each one of us who is waiting to be seen. In each episode of Someone Gets Me, you will hear useful tips from successful visionaries who will share their stories about how being seen has allowed them to take their vision out into the world with action. Signs that you're distracted. Yes, friends, distraction is seductive and it can take us way off course from our soul's purpose, our vision, our path. So many people come to me and they're experiencing some level of distraction and consequently trying to get to their goal or their vision or doing what's good for themselves is really, really hard. So let's talk about some some things that are distractions that have other names in our culture that people like to explain away the power. One distraction is guilt. Guilt means I did something that broke my own rules. So when we feel guilt, that means we broke our own rule. Now, our opportunity is to say, is that rule really still applicable to my life? Do I need to change the rule or do I need to change my behavior? But it's real easy because it gets reinforced in our culture that if we feel guilty, we can beat ourselves up. We can go down this rabbit hole of everything's not good. It distracts us from who we are. It distracts us from our vision. It distracts us from our purpose. So when we feel guilty, it means I broke my own rule. So I either shift the rule or shift my behavior and move on from there. The next one is worry. Worry, my definition of worry is praying for something to go wrong. Thinking about things in the future when we're not even there yet and distracting ourselves from our current behavior, our current action, our current way by getting way out here in the future. When we do that, we are distracted from our goals, our purpose, our own being. We can end up missing days or weeks or even years or decades living in the future and worrying about something that never comes to pass. Worry is a distraction. Then there is sadness. Now, I have emotional overexcitabilities, and I'm also very intense. So it's easy for me to feel sadness. It's easy for me to feel sadness because I'm an empath and I'm intuitive and I pick up on other people's sadness. And when I let the sadness take over, I'm distracted. So when you let sadness take over, you're distracted from your purpose and what you're meant to do. Then there's resentment. Resentment means to re-feel something, feel it over and over and over again. You notice how when kids are, are in the playground and they, they get in a little scuffle and then they run to their mommies or they run away and then pretty soon they're back playing again. And then adults are still re-feeling it like that kid was bad or this bad thing is going on and they keep re-feeling the same thing, the same thing over and over. That's called a resentment. You notice that when people get caught in those cycles, things don't work out because they're distracted from who they are and what they're meant to be doing. Resentment gets in our way of living our purpose, of attaining our vision, and it also gets in the way of our connection to other human beings. I can't be authentically connected to you in a meaningful way 
when there's the wall of resentment there, the resentment can be about that same person or something else, but it will get in the way. Like if I'm resentment, resentful of what the government's doing, it's going to be hard for me to be really authentically connected to another human being because I've got that angst, that resentment playing over and over and over and over again in my inner, in my inner sanctuary. Doesn't work. Then there's anxiety. Anxiety is a distraction. It is. It's a distraction. Because the best way to heal anxiety or to deal with anxiety is to first breathe, like air is your friend, and get outside in nature. Yeah, anxiety can be healed. Now, we're not talking about mental illness anxiety, right? We're talking about distractions from our own inner purpose. And there's nuance in all of these. I am not in any way pretending like it's all that simple. We can just rip through it. What I'm trying to do is help you see that when you let any of these things control you or run untethered through your system over and over and over again, that you are then distracted from your purpose, from your vision, from your inner calling, you're distracted. And when we're distracted over a period of time, sometimes we regret that. In fact, most people who are distracted over a period of time will report later that they have some regret for not having come back to themselves and back to their own purpose and mission, like authentically, much sooner. Destination addiction is another, it's another distraction. That means I'm always focused on the outcome, not paying attention to the journey. I'm not enjoying my life. I'm always trying to get to the finish line, try to get to the finish line, then the next finish line without really enjoying the process. Fear is another distraction. Fear means false evidence appearing real. It means lots of other things too. And its function, fear's function is to get ready, be prepared. So if there's something coming up and you feel fear, it means get ready for it, whatever it is. And then once you're ready, you can trust the outcome. It means being in the flow, honoring the feeling and not letting it control you at the same time. And speaking of control, that's also a distraction when we allow ourselves to be controlling or controlled. Control comes from fear. So when you run into anyone in any situation that's trying to control the outcome, that's trying to control you, that's in a, that controlling, um, I call it staticky way of being, that means they're living in fear. Because mm -hmm. fear means get ready. And I'm controlling in order to try to pretend like I'm ready when I'm not really ready. So there's a difference between managing our life and living in the flow and trying to control things. So every time I see somebody who's trying to control another person or a situation or an outcome, that tells me that fear is the underlying energy within them. Then there's greed. You know, you see that in hoarding. You see it in people who want more, 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 more. What was that phrase years ago from that song? I don't want much. I just want more. Yeah, greed. Greed is a, is a distraction from who you truly are. Greed can cause you lots of trouble when it possesses you, right? More, more, more. Anger and frustration are also distractions. Yeah, they are. And those really can get in the way, right? Because people screaming and yelling and road rage and all that stuff, right? Yeah, 
Anger, we'll do it every time. Anger is a secondary feeling. It never comes all by itself and it always comes from pain. Pain means I'm disconnected from myself and my source and what I'm about. And so people get angry and they take it out on other people. That's blame, right? People get angry. They take it out on themselves. They beat themselves up with depression or some self-abusive kind of behavior. All of those distractions from who you are and what you're here to do. Mm -hmm. Then there's frustration. That's a form of anger, right? A lot of people who are gifted have frustration. A lot of people have frustration. I think all of us feel all of these at different times. So it's not about trying not to feel them. It's about identifying it and not letting it control me, not letting it control you. There's the difference. You're meant to live on a sine wave and in a flow. So if I feel anxiety, that's okay. I handle the anxiety. I do my coping skills and I let it flow through versus holding on to it and gripping it and making it part of my identity marker or using it as a way to identify who I am and letting it take root in me, that creates a distraction. It doesn't serve us. Then, of course, there's the blame game. Pointing fingers all anywhere else. When you have one finger pointing away, there's three pointing back at you. So everything we say is about, you know, is about ourselves. And when we're blaming another person, place, situation, you know, whatever it is, we are trying to not be focused on ourselves and we're distracted from who we are and what we're about. Right. And then there's shame. Shame is another distraction. Now, guilt means I made a mistake. I broke my own rule. Shame means I am a mistake, that somehow I believe inherently I shouldn't be sucking air. Those are two different things. And I hear a lot of people go guilt and shame. Well, they're mutually exclusive. They can go at the same time in, in a person, but they're not the same thing. And they're not always tied. So distractions, all of these distractions and more can cause all kinds of irritability, restlessness, existential angst, and just all kinds of unpleasant way of living. It can mess up your digestion. It can give you high blood pressure, all those things. Because we're meant to live in the flow, we're meant to have our mind, our body, and our spirit kind of all working together, headed in the direction that best serves us. That's how we're meant to live. Any of these distractions I've named, like fear and anxiety and sadness, guilt, anger, they're meant to give us messages. They're teaching us something. They're showing us something that we want to rectify or get back in alignment. But to hold on to them or allowing them to control us by default creates a situation where we get more and more and more and more away from who we are and what we're doing here in our lives. Because, see, I believe that we're all here on purpose with a purpose, that every single one of us is breathing right now here on planet Earth for a reason, whether we know what the reason is completely or not is is academic here. But we do have a purpose or we wouldn't be here. That's my belief. And so I also then believe 
that if we're distracted from who we are and what we're supposed to be doing, then we're not fulfilling our agreement, if you will. So when we let fear control us, what happens? We end up regretting it. We end up maybe acting in ways that we look back on and regret or missing out on opportunities because we hold back when we could be connected and do something really amazing. There's so many consequences to these things. Then there's doubt and self-doubt, right? All of these things can cause us to be distracted from who we are. So then I have my clients and other people say, well, then how do we stay connected to who we are? How do we minimize the distractions? And if we are distracted, it's a short period of time. Well, one of the things is we check in with ourselves very frequently throughout the day. Check in. How are you doing? How's your left little toe doing right now? How's your stomach? Is it happy? Is it upset? Where is it? And checking in with your system. And one of the easiest ways is to check and see if you're breathing. Because most people, if they're anxious or upset, are holding their breath on some level. They're going, and they're breathing from the top of their chest or they're not taking full breaths, which sends emergency signals to the entire nervous system and all the biology of your whole body. And it responds to the perceived fear because you're not breathing. It affects your endocrine system, your cardiovascular system. Every system is affected when we don't breathe regularly in a way that's rhythmic and healthy. So one of the best ways to help come back from being distracted is to begin to breathe and to remind ourselves, as Einstein said, that everything is connected to everything, that all parts of our own inner being are all connected and all of us are connected to all the beings. All of nature affects all other beings and all of nature, which is almost too big for our brains to wrap around. But the thing that really makes it amazing, I think, is to realize that everything is connected to everything. So one day, not so long ago, I was having a tough day. I was kind of feeling all poopy and, you know, and I went outside and I took my dog with me to go outside and go for a walk and get in nature and breathe and break it up so I didn't stay distracted. Well, you know, she started out distracted too because she was mirroring back to me what was going on with me. And the moment I got in nature and I was taking deep breaths and I was loving on her and I was shifting all the energy back to who I am and what I'm here for, she also completely changed her behavior because everything is connected to everything. Mm -hmm. If I go to a party and I don't want to be there, I only notice the stuff that's not right. If I'm all excited, I notice the great things. Everything is connected to everything. So when we're distracted from who we are and what we're doing and our purpose, there are consequences. Sometimes we don't fulfill our dreams or our visions. Some people end up depressed or even becoming addicted. Some people stay stuck in analysis paralysis or overwhelm or procrastination, all of those come from fear. So what can we do? We breathe, we connect to nature, to our own inner landscape, right? 
We allow ourselves permission to set a pace that works for us. Because a lot of gifted people, we don't work at the normal like eight to five Monday through Friday or whatever that all is. We work when we're moved. And so sometimes we do a flurry of work and creativity and do great things. And then we rest for a period of time. It's all okay. As long as we're aware and we're connected and we're breathing. We don't want to be distracted by holding on to energy, to emotions, to beliefs that don't serve us. So I'm always asking myself, is what I'm about to do for the highest good of all concerned? Is this behavior, is this idea, is this belief system really serving? And if I can't say yes right away, just like that, then I check it. Because maybe, just maybe, some of our belief systems are outdated. Maybe it's time to move on to some other interesting things. We can't do that if we're holding on to all the static, restricting energies of distraction. So my friends, let's practice being less distracted by social media, by screens, by what other people are thinking or doing, or what we're afraid they might do. Let's come back to the moment. Let's release screen time for a minute. Let's release the obsession with picking up our phones every two seconds. Let's release some of those things and come into our own body, come into our own life and look around at our life. You know, I, I was racing the sailboat one time and, and we have handheld GPSs to tell us, you know, where the marks are and stuff. And we had one person sitting there looking at the GPS. I was trimming the sails, which means I had to look up at, at the mast and the rigs and the sail. And I was sitting next to the skipper who was steering the boat. And the person with the GPS kept trying to tell us the mark is, is you know, 100 yards away. 200. I could see the mark. And more than once I said, I can see it. It's right there. In fact, we're passing it. And that person was still so glued to the screen, they missed the fact that we already we knew where it was. We could see it. That once the mark where we were going to go around for the race, once we could see it, then we could even more adjust the tuning of the boat to get us there fast. We didn't need somebody to tell us how far away because we could see it. But every once in a while, we have to pick our head up from the screen and look around. Look around. Look at the clouds. Look at what's going on. Look around at your life. It's not all through a screen. Yeah, one time I was officiating a service and I looked up and there were all these, all I could see was the back end of iPads and phones and stuff. And I'm like, experience life through your own senses, through your eyes and your ears and your taste and your smell and your skin. Let yourself feel the breeze on your skin and the sun on your face so that you can then be less and less distracted. Because when you're distracted, it's easy to take advantage of you. When you're distracted, it's easy to be taken advantage of and used or harmed because you're not paying attention. When you're distracted, you're not paying attention to your intuition, to your own knowingness. You start to lose confidence in yourself. Those things are necessary, our intuition, our connection, our confidence, those things we need to retain. And we can't retain them if we're distracted, looking at other people and blaming and full of guilt or worry. Or we're angry so much of the time and frustrated so much of the time. We, 
we can't um, think our way out of a paper bag. So let's come back to ourselves. Let's release some of the distraction. Give ourselves a break and come into our own bodies. Because what I know is that you know more than you think you know. You're more capable than you believe you are. And you're more creative than you think you are. And so at this moment, in this juncture, this time in human history, our connection to our authentic selves, our coming forward with our passion, our creativity, our intelligence, our intuition, which is the highest form of intelligence, is of paramount importance. So I invite you, release some of the screen time. Come back into your body by breathing and having kindness and appreciation. And notice that any feeling you have can float right through like a beautiful cloud. It does not have to live there forever. No, you can be free too. So I hope something I said has inspired you to live your best life, to live from the inside out with beauty and poise and grace, because that is who you are. Until the next episode of Someone Gets Me, remember to keep your face to the sun so the shadows fall behind you, because you are a rock star. You're here on purpose with a purpose, and you are here to live an authentic, beautiful, empowered life. So release the distractions. They're not serving you. It's not noble. And let yourself live your best life. Until the next episode of Someone Gets Me, my friends, be well. Thank you for listening. I trust you gained some valuable inspiration and information. Please join me and other visionaries in the Someone Gets Me Facebook group. Or for more information on my services and additional episodes, visit someonegetsme.com. Again, thanks for listening.